Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Monday and the Coffee Run Live, episode 491. Happy, happy Monday. Hope you're having an amazing day so far. It is my daughter's 14th birthday, my second daughter's 14th birthday today. It's ridiculous. I'm not quite sure how on earth I have another little person getting so big. It is ridiculous. What I wanted to talk to you about today, though, is about this question of why you would give stuff away or not. So there's everybody has got an opinion on marketing, right? I, I did a I did an interview for Sky News on the weekend and I was just having a look at some of the comments that, that were under the actual Sky News video versus my video and there was like, oh, what a load of shit and all of this, that and the other. Like there was a whole bunch of really awesome comments and there's a whole bunch of comments that had nothing to do with anything. And then a whole bunch of comments that were like, yeah, this is great, which I thought was really interesting. But I guess the thing is, is this, when you are, when you're doing stuff, everybody has an opinion, right? Every business owner has an opinion on what should be done, how it should be done, where it should be done, why it should be done in that particular way and everything like that. So there are schools of thought out there that will say, don't go and put your free stuff out there. And they've got a really good case for that, right? And then other people like me are like, give give the stuff away for free, give, a, give away a bunch of stuff. Now, I guess everybody has got their own opinion based on their own experiences, based on their own teaching, their own education, and, and things that they have found to be true and things that have worked for them. The stuff that I talk about all the time are the things that have worked for me and that have worked for my clients. Now, if something has only worked for me, then it's probably not something that I'm necessarily going to teach you. Because if it's only worked for me and I can't actually demonstrate that it works for other people, then you know maybe it's just a bit of a fluke or an isolated case, right? So the stuff that I give you, the stuff that I teach you, the stuff that I share is based on not only my own experience, but also the experiences of clients of mine who have been able to obtain really, really awesome results. So I guess I'm definitely on the pro side for give your best stuff away for free. Now, I'm not saying everything, right? I'm not talking about your time. I am not talking about all of your own intellectual property. And I'm actually not talking about giving it away for free without anything in return. Because I do believe that there needs to be some kind of energetic exchange or some kind of exchange for information or for, for service or for time. And the reason for that is that if I said to you, oh, if I was to, you know, shove a, a piece of banana bread, amazing banana bread, in your hand, and I wasn't going to charge you for it, I'm just like, here's a piece of banana bread, and you're like, dude, I don't even like banana bread, or I'm not even hungry, or this is not my thing, or you could be allergic, or whatever, that free thing that I've just given you is useless. It's pointless. Right? It doesn't mean anything. And so what we want to do is we want to make sure that the stuff that you're giving away for free in an ideal world, you're getting an email address in exchange for that. Now, I was reading an article last week. Hi, Linda. Reading an article last week about some business owners who had massive social media following. So I'm talking like 350 odd thousand people following them on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, wherever. And it was Facebook actually, because it was just gone overnight, 
ripped out from underneath them. And that's a, that's a real threat. It is a real threat, you guys. They, they, this is the thing. We watched, um, we watched Social Dilemma last night, which was, which was really interesting and really insightful. But I think one of the things that I found um, a, a really great reminder of is that we don't have control over the platform. We're basically renting that space. We're renting our business pages. We're renting our profiles. And they can be taken away like that, even if you haven't breached their terms of service, even if you haven't done anything wrong. There could be something that triggers or flags something in, in the system that turns your page off. And a lot of the time, and, and therefore your ability to advertise, your ability to market, your ability to connect and engage with your audience, like everything is gone. And I've been saying this for the last decade. The thing that you need to do is yes, grow your page. Yes, grow your social media followers. Yes, do all of that. But also make sure that you're growing your email list as well, right? So your email list is where you, you grow your database, right? So, hi, Christy. So this is where you, uh, you give your stuff away for free in exchange for a name and an email address. Now, there are some um, there are some things that you need to be aware of with your free stuff, right? Now, we've all got really finely tuned bullshit detectors right now. And you can probably, you would probably um, uh, agree with this. You know, you can see stuff floating through your feed. Hi, Carmen. You might see stuff floating through your feed and you're like, bullshit. <laughs> no, yeah, that looks dodge. And you're making these decisions really freaking quickly, right? In the in the, the snap of a finger, you've got milliseconds to see that thing and basically do a scroll past. And that that's what the platform wants you to do. It wants you to stay in the platform. But by the way, so you've got this moment in time where you want to capture their attention and take them on a little bit of a journey with you, right? And what that would look like is like, hey, if you if you've been feeling stuck, overwhelmed, confused when it comes to creating content, then you can download this free content planner and, and training. It's completely free. I just want to give it to you so that you can get out there and do the thing that you want to do. And this is legitimately something that I do. So for you to get my content map and the video training, the cost of that is your name and email address. Now, some people, and this happens, some people will choose to hand over their email address, get the free thing, and then unsubscribe straight away. I, you know, you're welcome to do that. I think it's a little bit like, but whatever, each to their own, it doesn't matter. You, the point is, is that most people will not do that. Most people, if they've got a problem and you can solve it for them, then they are more than happy for you to show up in their inbox with that free thing and then keep talking to them and communicating with them. Think about it like this. If you were, if you've been searching or you hadn't even been searching, you're on there and you're hungry, you're on social media and you're a bit hungry and you see something that comes through your newsfeed and say that you are, um, it's a recipe for something vegan, right? The black bean soup, my favorite thing at the moment, beef, but uh, not beef, um, black bean soup, vegan black bean soup. And you might see the recipe for that and you're like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I want to be able to use that. So in order to get that recipe, you you click on a link, you you get these, you might get a bunch of other recipes in there as well. And then you, you go and use that. Meanwhile, 
the, the person that sends that first thing to you, they're also like, hey, well, if you like that recipe for vegan black bean soup, here's also how you can make uh, a quinoa scramble. Here's how you can also make uh, vegan ice cream. Here's how you can also make this other thing that you might really love or that you might learn to like. So the, the problem is, is that you're hungry, you want something, you want a recipe, right? You get that recipe and then you get bored of it. You don't want to make the same thing over and over and over and over again. Humans are wired for variety. So we, we, they can give us that variety through food. So we, we start to go, oh yeah, this, this person's got some really awesome things. Oh, I might go buy the book. I might buy the cookbook. I might buy a vegan cooking class. I might go and do the X, Y, Z thing, whatever else it is that they're offering. So by giving them something for free that solves their problem, you can also work through the, their problem solution pathway where they've got another problem, you solve it, they've got another problem, you solve it, they've got another problem, and then you might sell them something if, it, if they want to buy it. So if you're doing things that way, then you've got this, this ability to market to them in their inbox. Now you own that contact. Unless they unsubscribe or, or die, but unless they unsubscribe, you can continue. And even if they're not, even if they're not, even if they're dead, you could probably still email them unless somebody turns their email um, thing off. But you can keep marketing to them in their inbox, right? They, Facebook can't take that away. Instagram can't take that away. Twitter, whatever, LinkedIn, you know, you own those contacts. So long as you are abiding by the, the spam laws and everything like that, you are good. So when you're looking at this, what happens is you've got your social media stuff happening publicly. They've also got their email address. So you're, you're, you're marketing them, you're talking to them through their emails as well. So they're getting the same message in multiple places where they might follow you. The other thing is, is that usually, sorry, there is usually less competition in an inbox for eyeballs reading their stuff than what there is in a social media feed. Now, Facebook has got, we'll, we'll talk about Facebook. Facebook has got too much content, right? It can't possibly show you everything that you're interested in. But in your inbox, if there's something that you've been interested in, hi Joe, if there's something that you've been interested in and you've given that person your name and email address, you will see that information in your emails. That's what happens. And there's a lot less competition in there. There's a lot less noise. So let's switch tack for a minute. So if you're the person as a business owner and your audience are out there, they're scrolling through Facebook and you say, hey, have you been feeling stuck with, like, have you, have you been producing videos that are all wobbly and grainy and everything? You really need to learn the secrets to using this awesome tripod. And oh, amazing, Joe. And so what will happen is that you might give them some hints and tips and tricks. You give them some video advice in the next email. And then in the next email, you might say, hey, like I've got these really cool things. These are the things that I use. You could go here and go click on them, like buy them or go find them in a, in a local retailer or whatever it is that you're doing. Then the next problem that they might have is, well, I don't know how to edit my videos. And so then you could offer them something in there. So your prospect, the person that you want to help, keeps having their problems solved. What's beautiful about this 
is that they are able, your consumer, your before they've even bought from you yet, they're getting a chance to get an experience of you. They're getting to know you. They're learning to like and trust you because they're already able to get results in advance. So I, I put out so much content because I'm like, you know what, you guys, whether you buy from me or not in, in this today, tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, next decade, whatever, I'm still going to be here talking about all the things, right? So I look at this, I look at marketing like I'm investing in our future relationship without, and I'm not asking for anything in return except you know, your attention really. Uh, and, and for you to do something with the stuff that I help you with and the stuff that I teach you, because I know 100% that it works, right? Not only for me, but also for my clients. So if your consumer is on the other side of social media and they're getting that experience of you, how much do you think that is going to show them that you know what you're talking about? that you are someone who is able to help progress them one step, two step, three steps forward before you've even said, hey, this is the other thing that I'm doing. Do you want to buy it or not? And then they can make their own choice and decision from there. The thing that you need to be aware of is that in, in order to build trust, we need to be consistent, right? Think about it with your kids. Like if, if you if you tell them off for one thing and then they do that same thing and you don't tell them off the next time and then the next three times you don't tell them off and then the next three times you do tell them off, they've got all of these weird inconsistencies happening and they don't know what's, what's uh, really like whether they're Arthur or Martha. They don't know which way to go. And so they're constantly kind of testing the boundaries to see what they can get away with and what they can't because they don't know the result they're going to get. So one way that trust is built is through consistency. So you've got to show up consistently. So in terms of frequency, you need to be consistent in your messaging. Now, what I mean by that is that if you're going out there and if you're if you're talking about being vegan, for instance, and you're talking about how important it is to eat really clean, eat really healthily, and then also you need to be able to work out, but then also you need to be using uh, these particular paint rollers, or you, you, you completely switch focus, then you confuse your audience. Right? You've got to be consistent with time, and you've got to be consistent with your message. You've also got to be consistent in the way that you show up. Right? Because people are really, they, they love habits. They love being habitual. It's why uh, we've got Days of Our Lives, The Young and the Restless, and The Bold and the Beautiful, and all of those old, you know, old soapy shows that have been around for the last, I don't know, 40 years. It's why they're still on here in Australia at 12 o'clock and 1 o'clock. I think they're still on. At 12 o'clock and 1 o'clock every day. And, and the people who are home tend to tune in because it becomes like a habit. So people love that consistency of knowing where to find you, when to find you, and how you're doing that. So you can do that through social media and also through, your, through their inboxes. Both are, are not mutually exclusive. They're actually, they're, they're codependent, right? You've, you've got to have those two things. Otherwise, people will just forget about you. And all of this hard work that you've been doing in order to grow your visibility, grow your email list, grow your fans, grow your followers is just, you know, it's not really for anything. Hey, Cherie, great to see you. 
So that's the big thing. My, I guess the only thing that I can say, like one of the questions that I'll get asked is, well, what's the, why would I, what's the downside to giving this stuff away for free? What's the downside to giving away resources or, or time in, in, the, in like in a, in a live stream or a podcast or something like that? And to me, um, I don't really think there are any reasons against it. The thing that you want to be aware of is that you you're not you don't want to give away the whole entire farm, right? You 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 know, I say you can't give too much away for free, but you're not going to give away um 25 hours worth of free content on one particular thing to one particular person. It's not efficient, it's not effective, and you're probably not going to get a return on investment for that. So what you want to do with the free things that you're putting out there is help people understand what it is that they need to do. So identify the problem, let them know what it is that they need to do, give them some steps so that they can make some progress. Hi, Novi. So if they've got that, you've identified the problem. Hey, here's this thing that will help you. What you need to do now is actually fill this thing out and go and assess it. The way you'll do that is one, two, three. Then the next thing that, that most people tend to struggle with is around the um, like accountability or around the implementation or just trying to pull the stuff out of their heads or whatever it might be. Now, what equipment do they need? And that's where you can then say, oh, like, by the way, we've also got this other thing that's coming up that might be helpful for you. So to me, like that, there's, there's no downside to that. The only downside would be is that if you are if you're giving away free stuff that's shit, right? If it's poor quality, if you've got no heart and soul in it, if it's just something that you're like, oh yeah, you know, this is the thing, this is this thing that I created for free, and you know, blah, and it and it's low value, not going to be of help, not going to be of service, then that's where the pitfalls are, right? Because you're shooting yourself in the foot. You've got to give stuff away that's really good. Yeah? Does that make sense? You know, it's not about trying to just throw throw bananas at people that aren't hungry, right? You've got to make sure that it's it's done strategically and done specifically. So the thing that you won't necessarily do when you're giving away the free things is all of the how they need to do it. Okay, so you'll give them the what they need to do, some steps within what they need to take in order to be able to get some progress and momentum. But you're not going to necessarily go into all of the nitty gritty or those those deeper layers of what you do in order to get them moving forward. So I, I guess give, I'll, I'll, I'll give you an example. So if you were, uh, let's say that you're a coach and you're a, let's say that you're a health coach. And one of the things that you say to people is that it's really important for them to, for you to understand, for them, their market, them to understand that what you, you know, most people don't know, really know what they're putting in their mouth. Most people think they're eating better than what they think they are, than what they actually do. Or they think they're, they, they're moving more than what they think they do and things like that. So one of the things, if I'm a health coach, I go, okay, so the problem that I'm going to address is uh, you, you're feeling, you might be feeling a bit lethargic, uh, not energetic, and, and maybe like just you've got this brain fog in the morning. So one of the steps that I would give, remember I was saying step one, step two, step three. So step one is to be really aware of your, of your food intake. So 
here's something that you can do. Just write down everything that you eat for, for five days in a row so that you can see the types of food that you're eating, document when you're eating it so that you've got a, a really clear snapshot of what the last five days will be like. The second step that you need to have a look at is your water intake. Everybody should be drinking at least two liters of water a day, blah, blah, blah. I'm making stuff up. I'm not a health coach. Two liters of water a day. The third thing that's really important if you want to feel like you've got more energy, less lethargic, and like you're just, you're able to move a lot better, you've got to remember to move. You know, if you're really sedentary, one of the things that you could do is stand up and do five minutes of dancing with a song playing in your ears. You know, it can be really, really simple. Do that once every couple of hours and you'll feel so much better because your blood will be moving, your lymphatic system's moving, and you're feeling really cool. So if I would, I've, I've, I'm a health coach, I've identified the problem. I give them three, I'm not a health coach, but in this example, I've given them three steps that they can undertake. Now, the next thing that they'll say that as a consumer, they're like, okay, wow, that was really great advice. This is really insightful. You know, what do I do now? How do I actually shift this? You know, now that I know the, the food that I've been putting in my face or the, the lack of the food that I've been putting in my face, then, you know, what, how, do I, how do I actually achieve my goal? How do I get what I want? So if you're going out there and you're regularly making offers to a one-on-one -on -one session or a course or a workshop or a program or a retreat or a cooking class or an intensive or a masterclass or whatever it is that you're doing, then it helps those people take those steps. They get really clear and it's like, all right, well, now I've got a ne the next problem and that's lack of personalization. And that was where you step in then and you can make an offer. Let me know that this is making sense. So if you're thinking about that, if you think about a person that might go through that process with a health coach and they get to over here and they've seen those three steps and they're like, yep, 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 that's great. This is me. Excellent. I really need some help with this. You are going to be the person that that consumer thinks of first, right? Because you've already helped them. You've already helped them achieve a breakthrough. You've already helped them with clarity. You've already, thank you, Joe. you've already helped them understand that it's not just them, that this is in fact really common and there is something that they can do about it. They're building, you're building trust with them. And then when they wanna take that next step, so long as you're out there and you're making offers, then you become like, oh, why would I not work with this person? Like, this is ridiculous. Of course I'm gonna work with that person because they've already had a result from you. So that's really, you know, that to me, whether and whether they buy from you now or in three months, six months, 12 months, or even never, you have had an impact on that person's life. You have helped them to make a change. You have helped them to make a breakthrough. And that does a lot, even in an energetic perspective, that the more good you're putting out in the world, the more you're showing up, the more you're giving that stuff away for free, the more like those ripples go far and wide. You don't know how many people that person might talk to and say, oh my God, I just did this thing with such and such. You need to go and download it. You would love them. It's exactly what you, what you need. You don't know what good that word of mouth is uh, going out there, right? So the free stuff, like you, you can't, you can't give away enough for free because it helps people and it also helps to cement and show people that you are an expert in what you do. 
not about being an expert compared to your friends or your peers or, or anybody else in your industry, but you're an expert in your audience's eyes and that is the only place that being an expert in this situation actually matters. So to summarize the things that you really need to hear today are this. Number one, you can't give away enough free stuff. Number two, in order to give your free stuff away, ask them for an, a name and an email address in exchange for that. We, thirdly, we know that the social media platforms are, we're just renting the space. Essentially, where the, the price we pay, if you're not paying for advertising, the price we pay to use these platforms is that you need to become a content creator, right? So the price is the content. The price is your thoughts going into the platform. The price is your thinking that you share with the platform. The price is the advice that you share to go into the platform, right? And then what you need to do is get people over onto your email list because if these platforms decide for whatever reason that you're good, bad, ugly, evil, whatever, somebody makes a complaint and they come and rip those platforms away from you, you are screwed, not in a good way, right? So you need to have a safety net there so that in the event that something like that was to happen, and God hope it doesn't ever happen, but I know of people who have had this happen, had, had it happen to them, you've got to have that safety net. You have to have an insurance policy because at least then if, if this whole mode of contact with your people is gone, you've still got this other, it's going to suck and it's going to suck a lot, but at least you've got the ability to be able to email them and, and hopefully rebuild some of that connection and, and stay contactable and things like that in there. Make sure that you're identifying the problem, that you're giving them some steps to undertake and let them know what your next steps are when you're when you're giving away stuff for free. So that, that is what I have for you today, my friends. I trust that that is incredibly helpful, of course. And I guess like the, the big thing here is that if you if you want more help, then keep your eyes out. There's some fun stuff rolling out this week that I'm really excited about. We've got Visible Live happening again in November because we ran it on the weekend and it was such fun. I've decided to do it again. So other than that though, your job, your sole job right now is to get out there, go help some people, remember to have fun doing it, and also remember that the world is ready for your brand of awesome. You rock, you're amazing, I love you, I will see you tomorrow if not before. You are so very welcome, Sheree. Have a great day, bye.